The Lord be with you. This is the day which the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. We welcome you all to this morning's midweek Lenten service. Our theme for this year is Return to the Lord, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love. A few notes about the service before we do that. Let's look, I would invite you to open your hymnals up to page 325. 325, as our school children recite together our Learn by Heart uh, for the week. Last week we didn't do this, so we're going to do both last week and this week's. Page 325, to the Sacrament of Holy Baptism. What is baptism? Baptism is not just plain water, but it is the water included in God's command and combined with God's word, which is that word of God. Christ our Lord says in the last chapter of Matthew, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. What benefits does baptism give? It works forgiveness of sins, rescues from death and the devil, and gives eternal salvation to all who believe this, as the words and promises of God declare. Which are these words and promises of God? Christ our Lord says in the last chapter of Mark, whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. Today our service is the Office of Morning Prayer on page 235. Simply uh, place the bulletin in the back of your hymnal. The panel serves as a guide. Please note that the closing hymn is hymn 420. We will sing stanzas 1, 6, and 7. That's it for our service announcements. Please stand. The bells will call us to worship. redeemed his people.
Lord has redeemed his people.
reading from Isaiah chapter 44. Remember these things, O Jacob and Israel, for you are my servant. I formed you. You are my servant, O Israel. You will not be forgotten by me. I have blotted out your transgressions like a cloud and your sins like mist. Return to me, for I have redeemed you. Sing, O heavens, for the Lord has done it. Shout, O depths of the earth. Break forth into singing, O mountains, O forest, and every tree in it. For the Lord has redeemed Jacob and will be glorified in Israel. Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, who formed you from the womb. I am the Lord who made all things, who alone stretched out the heavens, who spread out the earth by myself, who frustrates the signs of liars, and makes fools of diviners, who turns wise men back and makes their knowledge foolish, who confirms the word of his servant and fulfills the counsel of his messengers, who says of Jerusalem, she shall be inhabited, and of the cities of Judah, they shall be built, and I will raise up their ruins, who says to the deep, be dry, I will dry up your rivers, who says of Cyrus, he is my shepherd, he shall fulfill all my purpose, sayings of Jerusalem. She shall be built, and of the temple your foundation shall be laid. O Lord, have mercy on us. A reading from John chapter 8. So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered him, We are offspring of Abraham, and have never been enslaved to anyone. How is it that you say you will become free? Jesus answered them, Truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who commits sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not remain in the house forever. The son remains forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. O Lord, have mercy on us. In many and various ways, God spoke to his people of old by the prophets. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Well, I have a confession to make this morning to you all. I woke up and I left all of my clothes laying on the side of my bed. I didn't put them away. How many of you ever have not put your toys or your clothes away in a proper place? I think we all should have our hands up. You're all guilty. The Old Testament is filled with a lot of messy people. 
Messy people like Adam and Eve, who listened to the voice of Satan instead of the voice of God, rebelled against God, sinned against God, kicked out of the Garden of Eden, put into a timeout, so to speak. And then, of course, there were all of their children that followed afterwards, Cain and Abel. We know how that story turned out. One brother killing the other brother because of jealousy. And then there was the messy story of Moses and how he killed an Egyptian, tried to cover it up. There's the story of Noah after surviving a flood, coming out and getting drunk. There's the story of Abraham, who lied about his wife. Then there's the story of Jacob, who was a trickster, a liar, a man who was filled with jealousy and hatred against his brother. But God chose these men of God to lead his people And in their lives, we see lots of struggles and failures and dysfunction, chaos, messy, kind of like those ashes that were put on your head last week. Remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. But Jacob is also Israel, God's chosen servant who would lead God's people And in his life, we not only see failures and messes and rebellions, but we see a God who loves him deeply and a God who loves you, too. How many of you boys and girls have ever been put into a timeout? Yeah. Is that so fun? No, it's not, right? In kind of a sense, being put in a timeout is to be put into slavery. Now, I know that's a fancy word for some of you. Slavery means to be bound up, put away for a time. God's people were bound up in the Old Testament. They were sold into slavery Pharaoh was a cruel master. Do you remember that story? And how God sent Moses to lead his people through that Red Sea on dry ground. How God redeemed them. He bought them back from slavery. He brought them out of their time out into the promised land. Isaiah said, he blotted out their transgressions. How many of you boys and girls have ever spilt something on the carpet like grape soda or orange soda or something like that? You've done that before? What did you try to do? You tried to blot it out, right? Your mom and dad would try to blot that, but there's that stain that's always there. You know what I'm talking about? But God has come and he's washed it all away in his blood. We are his new redeemed people. Now Isaiah was speaking these words to God's people, telling them that their 
sins would be forgiven. They would be blotted out. They would be remembered no more. But he was talking about something that would happen in the future under a a king by the name of Cyrus who would lead God's people some 700 years later. But I got to tell you this, when God makes a promise, he always keeps it. Do you always keep your promises? No, we don't, do we? Because we are sinners to the core. We've sinned against God in, in our thoughts, in our words, and in our actions. And we all deserve to be sold into slavery, to be put into a time out. To be separated from God for all eternity. That's the way Jesus was speaking to the Jews of his day. He told them that they were slaves. But they didn't believe it. They said, we've never been enslaved to anyone. We don't need to be free. We're already free. But Jesus says everyone who practices sin is a slave to sin. Now that's unpleasant to our ears. We don't like to be told that we're owned by someone or something. But we all are. We are all slaves to sin. Think about it. Have you ever been angry with anybody? Spoken unkind things about them? Have you ever disobeyed your parents even though that you know you should obey them? We all have, haven't we? And we keep doing it. Sin has become our master And you adults that are out there, you know our pet little sins that we all have, that we try to hide or manipulate. As we look into the closets of our lives, we see nothing but sin. We have become slaves to sin. What is the first commandment? Let's say it together. You shall have no other gods... What does this mean? We should fear, love, and trust in God above all things. Now, I'm going to ask the adults a question right now, okay? How many of you adults are afraid of death? Raise your hands. I think we're all, if we are honest, a little bit afraid of death because we don't know how it will come. We pray for a good and peaceful death, but it may not be that way. And so there is this little fear. And we can't free ourselves from that fear and death because we have made a God of all sorts of other things. And so we need someone who is greater than us. We need a Redeemer, a Savior. And that's the good news that we hear from Isaiah today. Jesus has come to set us free from our sins. You know how much we've made a mess out of our lives? Look at that cross. It's pretty messy. God sent his son to clean up all of our messes. He took all of our messes, our brokenness, 
upon himself and he took it to the cross and he died and he shed his blood and he blots out all of our sins. He has set us free from our sins. This Lent, our Lord cries to us to return to him, to confess our sins, and to receive his forgiveness. For in his forgiveness, our sin is wiped away, dissolved, gone. Of course, it wasn't easy, was it? Jesus had to go to the cross, and the Lord has done it. It is finished. And you know how we respond to that? We rejoice. Lent is a time to rejoice because the Lord is compassionate and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. He creates in us new hearts, clean hearts. And so Isaiah tells us to remember these things. You will never be forgotten. Your Lord who created you in the womb will see you through to the end and bring you to everlasting life. And that causes us to rejoice. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and minds through faith to Christ Jesus, to life everlasting. Amen. We continue with the canticle. child shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation, 
by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace.
Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, you despise nothing that you have made and forgive the sins of all who are penitent. Create in us new and contrite hearts that lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, we may receive from you full pardon and forgiveness. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. O oh Lord God, you led your ancient people through the wilderness and brought them to the promised land. Guide the people of your church that following our Savior, we may walk through the wilderness of this world to the glory of the world to come. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, you have safely brought us to the beginning of this day. Defend us in the same with your mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by your governance may be righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Taught by our Lord and trusting his promises, we are bold to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Let us bless the Lord. The Almighty and Merciful Lord, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, bless and preserve you. Please be seated. The first Sun, or the first Wednesday of the school year, we always recognize baptismal birthdays in our school. So as I call your name forward, please come up. Uh, and then we will ask you to kneel at the altar to receive a blessing. And then once they've come up, we will sing the closing hymn, hymn 420, verses 1, 6, and 7. Mr. Harder, Annalise Wyman Jarvis, Elijah Lightbot, Abigail Barkley, Micah Schultz, Bronson Flynn, Adeline Coons. Avred Reisky, Miss Powers, Natalia Singfai, and Mrs. Carley. <laughs> 